welcome to Faith and Good Counsel, where we talk about ways to live a virtuous life and all of the things that affect us in our vocation in whatever state of life we may be in. And now your host, Stacy Galino. Hey everybody, welcome to Faith and Good Counsel. I'm Stacy Galino, your host, back with you once again this week. It's so very privileged and grateful to be so. I hope you're doing well, and um, I'm just so blessed to be with you once again to share a really good program. You're going to love the program today. We have a returning guest, and in fact, we're going to have two guests today, but let me tell you about the first guest, and that is none other than Deacon Josh Johnson, soon to be, very soon to be Father Josh Johnson. Welcome. Thank you for having Deacon, me again. Deacon almost Father Johnson. It's good to be back. Yeah, good. It's awesome to have you. Awesome to have you. And you've brought along a friend today, have you yeah, not? Yeah, brought from my best friend from, from childhood uh, and a uh, recent convert to the faith. As Woohoo! As Welcome as home, Easter. baby. Yes, yes. yes. Sam, Sam <gasps> Joe Bear, better known as Sam with the Wham. Uh. <laughs> oh, Sam. Okay, Sam Joe Bear. Yes, yeah, Sam what? Joe Bear. Pleasure. Well, welcome, Sam. And listen to that. First of all, being a singer, I got to tell you, that voice is, man, do you sing, Sam? I I wish. I I used to. I haven't tried it in a long time. I bet you could. He has a a face made for radio. Oh, okay. Now, now one rule on this. One for Josh. One for Josh. We got to be kind now. We got to be kind. Don't come on, Josh. I told him about that, man. Oh, oh, Praise the Lord. Well, you know, that's why I have you here today. I'm a convert, Sam. Did you know that? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, we're just we're just brand new meeting one another, and I was so impressed with meeting Sam that I wanted to have him here today to speak about convert to convert, you know, and revert, but mm-hmm. with Deacon Josh Johnson, just uh, just about that journey and what drew you to the Catholic faith. But as you know, friends, we always start off faith and good counsel with prayer, and so we're very blessed to have Deacon Josh Johnson here with us today. So, Deacon Josh, would you please uh, enter yes. us into prayer? I'd love to. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Jesus, we love you, and we adore you, and we worship you, and we honor you, we glorify you. We bless you this day. We thank you for all the many gifts that you've given us, and that you will continue to give us as you draw us towards eternity. Please bless us in our ministry and our relationship with you and other people so that we may glorify our Father in heaven this day and every day of our life. We ask this prayer in your name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lady of Good Counsel, please pray for us us and keep us wrapped in your mantle today as we offer this story, this beautiful, miraculous conversion story. So, Sam. Hey. Sam, hey. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I just love it. Okay. So, you can tell this is going to be really fun today. So, I want to know your story. So, you you all just mentioned that you all have known one another since childhood and y'all best y'all are partners y'all are good buddies that's my homie that's my homie josh oh man so you've been watching josh's reversion so <laughs> i want to hear about your conversion so t- take us through that okay uh well pretty much i grew up in a non-denominational church so there I, was god in your home god de- in your family definitely definitely and uh after a while my church you know i Went to all the events in my church. You know, I was a camp counselor. Josh has been with me to a couple of my church camps. Okay. Countless of them, as doing a matter good, of fact. Doing good holy work. Of course, of course. But um, my church split up kind of to with different beliefs. Uh-huh. And, uh, so there was a disagreement, kind of a conflict yeah. in the church body, yeah. and people kind of went through. That happens a lot. And and that's I, didn't how know, we I didn't know that could happen. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, after a while, it's kind of. 
the numbers started dropping and the message just it, it didn't stick home for me anymore. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was looking for something else. And um, now what age were you when this was happening? Uh, I say the church split around like the year 2000. OK, so you're now in your later 20s. We won't divulge the, the true <laughs> age there, but, you know, but later 20s. So this was about 10, uh, 14 school, years ago. Yeah, yeah middle, school middle school age. Yeah. It's, it's happening. Uh, it was a dramatic split because, like, at first, um, like, I couldn't eat pork. I coun't really no shellfish or so crawfish season. I didn't know what that oh, was. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah, and being was, in southeast Louisiana, not at, and never having partaken never. of crawfish. Wow. It That's used a, to smell good, and I just was like, I couldn't. You can't do it, but you I were faithful yeah, to I what you understood. All the schools that I went to, they knew I couldn't, uh, if it was some type of pork or anything in the uh, meal that day, they knew I couldn't eat it. So yeah. I had to eat a grilled cheese sandwich that day. Oh, God love you. <laughs> that, was just, that was some crazy times. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so and also a really tender time for this confusion to be happening when you're just entering into adolescence too. I bet that had an impact as well. It did. It did. I would, uh, I, well, really it kind of brought me closer to God cause that's the only thing I could do. I couldn't really get the message. So say at church. So it was just, a just brought me, I would just talk to God, you know, mm-hmm. that would be my own. I'll read the Bible to myself. I was the only one, I wouldn't say teaching myself anything, mm-hmm. but it was just me and God and, how did this affect your family? And, and you know, and did it affect them as deeply as it did you? Um, well, I think it did because after a while, I kind of seen my, with my mother and my my mother. She started going to another church. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, my father still goes to that same. Okay, church. wow. So it kind of put a little, somewhat of a divide in the after family. After a while, too. yes. After so many years, it's just heartbreaking. Yeah. So I can, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So what did you end up doing? How to tell us, kind of take us forward in that journey. Um, I say the, my first taste of the Catholic life, um, Deacon Josh brought me to Steubenville. Okay. How long ago was that? Boy, that's yeah. baptism by fire. That was 2005. That's okay, so you've yeah, been right. struggling for a while, like five years, <laughs> but thirsting for God, would you say, and looking for him. Definitely, definitely. And, and he will definitely lead you. I think you're a testament to that. So what happened to Steubenville? <laughs> Man, it was a powerful experience at Steubenville. Um, now, keep in mind, non-denominational, maybe a bit confused, not of your own. Didn't know what just, to expect. Didn't know what to expect. Here's Deacon Josh. Not Deacon at the oh, time, yeah, but was, you were just Josh. Just Josh. You were just my friend, <laughs> Yeshua, at the time. And, yeah, your homie. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Taking you to Steubenville. And uh, let me just ask uh, Deacon Josh for a minute. What was the plan here? Well, I mean, what were you thinking? Well, what happened was... We have to go back a few years before this. I think uh, in 2002, Sam, uh, I, I encountered Jesus Christ for the first time with Sam in his church. Okay. And so that's when I left the Catholic church and stopped going, stopped going to mass and started going to his oh. church. And so he was really the, the instrument God used to introduce me to Jesus first. Wow. And so as I began to grow my relationship with Jesus, um, I eventually met Jesus in the Eucharist um, at Steubenville in 2004. And that's okay. when I had my conversion. And my, I felt my my deeper conversion, and we have conversions every day, but sure. a very profound conversion, and also my calling to the priesthood was at the, the Steubenville the year before before the Blessed Sacrament in the like ten, roughly ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. and so then the, since he was my best friend, and he first introduced me to Christ, and now I knew Christ in this new way in the in the Eucharist. I felt like I had to share that with him, um, so that he could experience what I experienced. Or at least that was my prayer. Um, and the Lord. Uh, he went above and beyond what I could have ever oh, but expected. Doesn't he always? <laughs> were you were you concerned in any way, or did you just have too much holy fire in your gut 
to not be afraid, but afraid to mention to him, afraid to say, Jesus is body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. You have to come because of his non-denominational beliefs that maybe would not espouse that. No, I don't think I was afraid to say that. I just wanted him to experience himself first. I wanted him to have the experience, and then we could do catechesis later. Um, so I was just, what, I was a 16-year-old kid wanting my, my buddy to, you know, come meet Christ. Because I had I took know. him to yeah. one of my events. Yeah. Uh, my church had a big uh, event uh, back in his day, and, uh, you know, Josh had went. Yeah. And so he was like, you know, when his church has one, he got, I was coming to his, and I was right. like, no doubt, I'm going to come. And, I just love that, that y'all are so much, you are brothers. It's brothers in Christ and <clears throat> sharing your faith as you knew it at the time mm-hmm. and as you know it now. It's so mm-hmm. beautiful. Okay, so he got you to Steubenville. What happened? Um, uh, I say, what was that event? Was it, that? it was adoration on Saturday night. It, uh, I didn't know what that was called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah. um, the Eucharist they they brought out the Eucharist in the big monstrance. Yeah, and I was, it is it just hit me. You know, I've never seen anything like the that. Smells and you the smell. smell I know the smell had to do something to me. It, it, <laughs> it's I don't, a it was, very holy was, thing. The incense. It is was so surreal, like fragrance. Yeah, I felt the Holy Spirit for real. Um, it was just something in my soul. You know, when you, it, it's in you, you can right. feel it. And uh, right. I just felt that that whole time in there. And um, I, I don't know what happened, but uh, I started speaking in tongues. <laughs> wow. Um, what, uh, yeah. Josh could probably tell you, like, I forgot. Because like, you were immersed in all, the Spirit. All the, all the gifts of the Spirit just overshadowed the boy. <laughs> oh, I mean, he was goodness. speaking in tongues. He had the gift of tears. Um, oh. I passed out <laughs> like 20 <laughs> minutes. Too, you did. Oh. <laughs> oh. All my brother. Um, the whole it, time. It was crazy. And just a, 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 a profound intimacy happened. That's not. It doesn't normally happen. Like, I go to adoration every day. I spend time with the Lord every day before the Blessed Sacrament. And... And he definitely draws me to a deeper relationship with him, but he doesn't. I mean, it's pretty dry a lot. It's very just like mm-hmm. it's just he and me, like an old couple. Mm-hmm. But in this in this instance, he was just like he was just giving us um, a lot of candy. You know, he was just feeding us with candy to woo us. You yeah. know, yeah. Um, and 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 so Sam after was like, "What was that?" <laughs> I had to know. I never cried before, even in church. Like, uh, you know, maybe you know, at a funeral, of course. Sure. But yeah. I never cried without having being sad. I wasn't sad. It was. I guess tears of joy, really, but I, was, I had to ask Josh, you know, what was that? And Josh really just kind of told me what it was and, and told me the, to accept it. And then the funny thing was, so we get back from that retreat, and I'm thinking, well, he's going he's gonna to definitely convert now. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And, and he oh. didn't. And so then I took him to uh, Home of Thibodeau, Dice Home of Thibodeau, had, a, had an event with Bishop Sam Jacobs. Um, and at the end of this event, he exposed the Blessed Sacrament again with adoration. And once again, when he put the Blessed Sacrament in front of us, like wind started blowing out of the monsters and hitting us oh, in the face. Oh, wow. And, and Sam was to me, he was like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and I was like, when is this dude going to convert? I was I was denying it. And then 10 <laughs> years later, he finally does it. <laughs> 10 years, a decade. But that's how the Lord works, isn't it? He works in the whispers. He works in his own time. Un, you know, peeling back those layers, opening the heart, letting that rose bloom. And when he's ready in his time, and in his way, he opens that heart to receive that fullness. And that sounds like, you know, that's what's going what was going on. And we'll continue to go on with you. There will be other other moments like this. He just keeps bringing us deeper, doesn't he, Deacon Josh? You know, the, the, the Lord will never be outdone in generosity. That's one thing I've learned throughout my years of being in a relationship with him and in a covenant relationship with him, as Dr. Peter would say, is that he will never be outdone in generosity. So he continues to give and he continues to take away, right? Everything he strips us of that um, can take us further from him, he will. 
um, because she wants to be our only um, love in our life, you know. So uh, it's beautiful and it's painful at the same time. (laughs) All at the same time as we smile and and with great love and joy and radiance on our face that we receive it all, Lord. We receive it it all for you because you love us so, so deeply. Well, we're talking today with um, Deacon Josh Johnson, soon to be father. I cannot wait. For May 31st, 2014, um, to be at your ordination. Praise God. Praise God for that day. Um, the day you will be wed right to the, to the church. Yes. Um, and his, his brother, his friend uh, for life since childhood, yeah. Sam Joubert. 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 I'm trying to put that French spin on hey, it. Go I, ahead. It's Joe a Jew, as long as, you, as long as you call me something, right? <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about Sam's conversion to the Catholic church and i just before we go to break i want to just just clarify something we throw around the name steubenville like everyone knows what that is steubenville is a city it's steubenville ohio and that is where franciscan university is and they have conferences for youth conferences for adults and i believe the conference that you all went to was in south louisiana did in you go alexandria. to alexandria in alexandria so they happen every summer and surely you can go to their to their website, Francis. I think it's franciscan.edu, mm-hmm. and you can look at the conferences and see where all they're going to be. But they have a big presence down here in southeast Louisiana. And so if this, the story that you're hearing today is inspiring you, you should really, really check that out. So we're going to go to a break, and when we come back, I want to continue this story. So we didn't have conversion, right, <laughs> even after these powerful first. Holy Spirit experiences. But we're going to have conversion when we come back from the break because that's what we're going to talk about. Right here, this is um, Faith and Good Counsel with Stacy Galino. Be right back. Are you one of the millions of Americans who can't get their day started without a cup of liquid defibrillation? If so, you're not alone. Morning coffee deficiency affects more and more of us each year. Catholic Community Radio may be able to help you get the caffeine you need to live a normal, productive life. Join the Coffee Club, a growing number of folks just like yourself who use their stainless steel dosage tumbler to get just the right amount of coffee to face the day. Don't let morning coffee deficiency keep you in the breakfast nook. Visit CatholicCommunityRadio.com today. For 2,000 years, we've helped the poor and comforted the sick. We've educated generations of children, developed the scientific method and college system, We support marriage and human life. Guided by the Holy Spirit, we compiled the Bible. We are the Catholic Church. With over one billion in our family, sharing in the fullness of Christian faith in the church started by Jesus. If you've been away, visit catholicscomehome.org today. Welcome home. everybody this is faith and good counsel with stacy galino and i hope you've been listening and if you have you've been hearing a very powerful show today with with my special guests in studio deacon josh johnson and his partner his friend his buddy his homie homie, as they said earlier can i say that homie 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 (laughs) sam joe bear his friend they're friends from childhood, what a beautiful story that we're hearing about how their friendship, their brotherhood, their sharing of the faith back and forth since childhood has really brought conversion in the hearts of both of you. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really, uh, as a mom of 
kids your age, which y'all are definitely adults now, but I can say that because I'm really old. Um, but it's, right. it's just a thank you. <laughs> thank you, Deacon Josh. We'll talk after the show. Josh with another one. I can still take you. Okay. All right. So, yeah, we're having too much fun. Having way too much fun. No, they're very much, very much spiritual sons. And I just, I just love, I'm just, I'm feeling a lot of love here today. Well, before the break, we were talking about how you, Sam, had these powerful po- Holy Spirit experiences through uh, through uh, Steubenville uh, Eucharist, Eucharist at yeah. a Steubenville conference, and yet Deacon Josh was saying he didn't convert, he didn't convert. So I wonder, um, there were lessons for both of you. Number mm-hmm. one, that you didn't do this, Deacon Josh, right? <laughs> yeah. It's but, all Jesus. That's all Jesus. <laughs> and he has his time, right? Mm-hmm. But Sam, I wonder what was going through your mind, because Ten, what, 10 years have passed since yeah. these events, or 10 years or so. And God, we as we know, works on the heart in his own beautiful, holy way, far beyond our imagination. Um, why didn't you convert? What happened? What were you thinking? Did uh, you divert? Did you go off the deep I, end? Or what, was, what happened? I was still going to my church, and um, I think I still, I had the misconceptions of the Catholic Church oh, also yeah. playing in my head, you know. Um, and that can cause a lot of terror. A lot I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't know what to. I thought y'all worship, you know, statues, statues, and, Mary. You know, I didn't know anything. So that's sure. kind of what kind of kept me back. And were not, you afraid to even learn about it? Uh, yeah, because yeah. I can remember having that Definitely. that too. That because that you know, my thought was I can't go to hell for anybody. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> and you're literally made to be afraid. At least in the tradition that I came from, that. I was made to be afraid to associate with anything or any anybody or yeah. any knowledge coming from the Catholic Church. And so you're very afraid. And it was through love that God opened that door for me. And I was able to say yes. And it came in the form of a person. He's now my husband. Mm. So, yeah. So my St. Joseph. But that's another story for another <laughs> that's day. A blessing. It's a blessing. But God works in different ways with different hearts. So he gave me that courage. What gave you the courage? Um... Uh, I say my brother Josh, like really seeing him progress, you know, for him not even being in the seminary to go into it and really seeing him grow spiritually, like really heavy. Like he's a whole, he's a whole nother person. He's that same guy, but you know, he's a whole nother person. Me, him, me seeing that I needed to see that, you know, and that was a probably the strongest factor in me converting really Josh just living the way just instead of he didn't way. speak it really, you know, when he, even when he was going into seminary, he didn't preach to me anything. He was just, he was always cool, but I could see it. I could see the Lord in him. And, and I, he's I still cool. That. Yeah. He's still very cool and going to be doing beautiful things, beautiful things for our church as a priest. I'm just so, so thrilled, but you know, you're giving evidence to our understanding. It's attributed to, to St. Francis. I'm not sure if it's actually, something that he said, but the understanding and the belief that we may be the only gospel that someone else ever reads. And so through just your person, and you may may not have even been aware of how your your transfiguration, if you will, your reversion, your growing in holiness was affecting Sam. Were you aware of that, Deacon Josh? I was not, no. At at this point, I think, when I went to seminary and I would come back home every now and then, I would call Sam would hang out. Um, or he'll come see me. It was just, he was my friend. And I just wanted to, you know, yes. just maintain their friendship, you know. Um, so I, I, I was not aware that, uh, that the way the Lord was, was working in my life had an effect on him or, or anyone else for that matter. Um, I just, you know, I just wanted to maintain the friendship. Uh, but it's cool because the Lord teaches me that 
that when you let go of something, right, um, and we're not grasping for something, mm-hmm. that the Lord, will, he'll, he'll give it to you in his own time, certainly. Because mm-hmm. um, I think in the beginning, when I first had my conversion, I think all of us this way, when we first have our conversion, um, that we, we're like, we're very intense. Right. And we're like, and we're on fire, but it's like, it's not tamed fire. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. we just kind of like, we, we, we bash people with the Bible. And we're like, you got to do this, you got to do this. Um, I and, can see you doing that. Oh, you better believe it. In my early stage, like when it first had the conversion, <laughs> that's how it was. Now I was like, I was just constantly like, you know, like with, whether it was a pro life stuff or whatever, I was just like bashing, you know. Um, and it wasn't fruitful at all. And then uh, in the Lord's own, um, I guess His grace, I, I began to let go of that. And and just uh, once I let go and, and and had no desire to grasp for for, for these good things anymore, mm-hmm. um, the Lord just took care of me in His own time, in His own way. Isaiah. Isaiah 55, you know, mm. is my ways, not mm. yours. You That's know? exactly right. Um, so he does that, his thing. That mm. whole humility thing that we are continuing to walk and, and learn. And I'm sure Sam will continue to walk and learn. Okay. So we're watching Josh be truly transfigured, transformed into a vessel of holiness. And you're watching this over time. Yeah, over he's speaking years. in front of crowds and everything. And you're you know, like, preaching. I'm what saying, is at, up with this? Look at this man. Look at this man. <laughs> okay. So I want to know what was the final thing, you know, <laughs> that, that said to your heart, yes, it is time for me to open my heart to the faith, to the Catholicism that I've been avoiding, perhaps maybe <laughs> unintentionally, but, or maybe intentionally, what was that final thing that led you there and gave you that courage to take that step? Um, I really, I asked the Lord. I had prayed one night and I, I, that was my first time, you know, talking to the Lord about that, you know, yeah. about converting or anything. Now, when was this? Ooh, this was right now. This is about a year ago. Okay. A good year so ago. fresh, really yeah, fresh. It was a good year ago. And, um, and you said, Lord. Like, is this what I'm about to do? Yeah. <laughs> that's, is this that's, what you're asking that's kind of, You know, is, is this what I'm about to do? Because I, I was just, you know, I was with, I didn't know what, I was on the fence. Yeah. And, um, because of those misconceptions, probably. Yeah. They, they batter your heart and mind, don't they? They do. And uh, I just started going to the Catholic Church a little bit more than I would my church, you know, mm-hmm. if it was with Joshua, it was with one of my other friends who's mm-hmm. Catholic also. It was, you know, just whoever. I would just kind of go there sometimes, just trying mm-hmm. to get more knowledge of it. And um, and Josh just I called Josh up and I was like, yeah, man, it's time. And it was, oh. <laughs> it, well, was it was no yeah, second guess. We, we had dinner the night before. He told me this, and we were just talking. And somehow Steubenville came up again. We talked yeah. about the Eucharist. And then all of a sudden, the next day, he was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. are, you, are you serious? Like, yeah, I couldn't so, hold back. So, what was your your RCIA? There's a program now. You, yeah. I'm sure you've RCIA program. Uh, I had one on one. Actually, I had a beautiful gift. It was before RCIA came into being or was developed very right before that. And I had the blessing of one-on-one teaching with mm. a holy Catholic priest who is now a saint in heaven and still takes care of me. What was mm. your experience like? Um, mine was, it was like, it was nice. It was like, it was brought me back to when I was younger, like, you know, Bible school. Um, yeah. It was a learning. I liked it because it was a new learning process. I felt like I was learning stuff all over again, like yeah. a little, like a child. It's so beautiful. Did you did you kind of drive your <laughs> the person teaching you a little crazy like I did? And, and even though you had open heart, I had so many misconceptions, and I needed to know the truth. I wanted to know. I, had, I was asking the most simple questions, like, and everybody else in there, they was like, you didn't know that? And I was like, I need to know everything. I need to know the details. <laughs> yeah, because we want the truth, don't we? We will. Conf- or do you like me, Sam, in that whatever the truth is, 
I will follow that truth. I don't want to make up my own yeah. truth. I want to know what the truth is, and I will submit. I will abandon to that divine providence of whatever the truth is. I had just told, I just told that to Joshua when was coming out. Like, I need to know, you know, the technicalities. I need to know the ins and outs. I was trying to know the real truth of the Catholic Church. Well, you know, you're going to be learning that for the rest of your life. And you know what's very freeing? I'm a person that likes to know. I want to know everything. I want to know why. And that can be kind of prideful, you know, but I think God takes that that unintended pride and that fire in my gut, kind of like what you have, Deacon Josh. I think you and I are very similar in certain ways. And and he hones that for his for his good, for his purpose. One of the beautiful things about wanting to know why and, and wanting to know the truth is the freedom that comes when you realize you're never going to know the whys of everything. <laughs> Every- and, that, and you will never plumb the depths of the richness of the faith. And there's always something to study. And one of the things I, I'm just wondering if, if that I love to study is the lives of the, the early church fathers, the lives of the saints. Maybe you haven't delved too deeply into that yet, but I'm just wondering you know, have you, or do you have a particular interest in any particular saint or saints or teachings uh, to study? No, I really have. Uh, I kind of read up on St. Dominic a little bit. Yeah. But that's about it. No. That's hardcore there. That's yeah. education. You, you're, you're into that. So, you, you know, <laughs> I need you, more though. And we, we, I think we didn't mention the fact that you just became Catholic like what? Last month, uh, oh, April 20th. Hey, praise be Jesus Christ. Praise so you're brand spanking new Catholic. <laughs> you need to, a saint. I wonder if Deacon. Josh has a feeling about an intu a God spirit, <laughs> the Holy Spirit intuition about who might be calling his name. Yeah, I mean, there, there's there's so many. I think, um, well, certainly the one that comes to my mind right now, just because of his relationship with the Eucharist, yeah, is Saint Francis. Oh, um, yeah. Saint Francis would run around the streets of Assisi and he would scream out, "Love is not being loved," oh. and he was talking about Jesus Christ in the Eucharist, and so he would run into churches, empty churches. And he would just sit there and spend time. And one of his brothers asked me, he said, what's the greatest thing I could do for the Lord? And St. Francis said, spend time with the Eucharist. Yeah. And, and so I think because of Sam's like relationship with the Eucharist and being that it was the Eucharist that was such a, um, uh, a force that drew him to, to, to the Catholic Church, mm. I think St. Francis would be a, a wonderful a wonderful saint to yeah, get to know. Yeah, um, agreed. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you just really can't go wrong with any of the saints. They have so many different stories and charisms all permeated with humility and, and, and sanctity and, and, and so much that we can learn from, from them. My, my um, feminine genius here is telling me that St. John Paul wants to be mentioned <laughs> here because you have such a love for the Eucharist, and so did he. And he is a saint for our times, calling us back. Theology, the body, there's so much to, to pull from there. And St. Padre Pio, too. Just, just saying. There's, there's places Wait, to start. Wait, what was the last one? Saint, Padre Pio. St. Padre Pio. He was yeah. this dude who, uh, he drew me to the first Steubenville. Um, and he was, I was ordained last year on his birthday. And uh, he was a priest, a Franciscan priest. He had the stigmata, which means he, for 50 years, he had the wounds of Christ. Um, and, and he could bilocate, which means he was in two places at once. Uh, he could levitate when he prayed. And if you went to confession to him, and you didn't confess everything, he could read your soul and tell you what you weren't confessing. Um, I wish you could see Sam's face. <laughs> like I said, you will never plumb the depths. It's a beautiful There's always song. more. There's always Man. more. <laughs> wow. I definitely have to read up on him. Okay. Well, as your new spiritual mama, I say welcome home, sweetheart. It is it's wonderful. It's good to be here. It's it good is, to be here. God bless you. And I'm, I can't wait to see what God has in store for you. I know it's going to be so so powerful and so friends you know we're coming up to the end of the show once again always running against the clock i want to say thank you i'm always so grateful to you for listening i hope your heart 
has been touched and moved by this powerful conversion story today. Such a beautiful story between Deacon, soon to be Father Josh Johnson, and his homie <laughs> Sand Sam Joe Bear. So, so Deacon Josh, will you take us out with prayer? Most please? certainly, in the name of the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father God, we thank you for all good things that you give to us. I ask that you give all of us, your beloved sons and your beloved daughters, the grace to surrender to your will because you desire what is best for us. We ask this prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and who reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. All right. Thank you so Father, much. Son, the Holy Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. And dear listeners, I will be back with you again next week. And until then, Pax Christi. Bye-bye. See you next time.